Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. <laughs> Welcome to the Garden Report post-Thanksgiving Day edition. I am Jared Weiss. I'm joined by Josue Pavone of WEI. And the Celtics just fell to the San Antonio Spurs 109-103. to And it looks like the grave, you just kind of feel the Spurs a little bit there, actually, yeah. in the fourth quarter. We saw Kawhi Leonard. He really controlled the game. Patty Mills had a huge second half. And then LaMarcus Aldridge gets the all-important rebound to really close out the game for them. But first, let's talk about what Mills and, and Leonard did in that fourth quarter, we saw they go to Leonard when they need some ISO scoring or they just need to kind of regain control of that game. And that was huge because Isaiah had a few huge plays to keep the Celtics in it there, but Leonard eventually shut him out. Yeah, he had one of the biggest plays of the night when he knocked on that three. But I was really surprised what Isaiah had to say about that last play. He blamed himself on that one, which I thought the blame would go down on Marcus Smart. But either way, Patty Mills left wide open. His pretty much the dagger three, and then of course that just made it that that sealed the that sealed the win for San Antonio towards the end when uh, uh, Aldridge was managed to uh, grab that offensive rebound, and that was that was pretty much it for the Celtics. Yeah, I mean Isaiah should have switched over to recover on to Patty Mills there, so that was right. kind of that crucial mistake. And Isaiah knows that he's not winning the individual defensive matchup, so he has to hold his own right. on help defense there. That was pretty brutal. Patty Mills even had a from the Celtics logo at half court to end the third quarter. He had a three from there, so he was absolutely on fire in the second half of this game. Yeah, that he had one a crucial was crucial reverse layup on the baseline. He had yeah. a, he made a lot of big plays that kind of gave San Antonio that spark that you need. Nineteen points off the bench. They combined the bench combined for. 50 over 50 points crazy I mean that's that's the kind of outing you want to see from the Celtics yeah. you know I think the Celtics have the bench and they have the talent in the bench to become one of those deepest teams in the in the league but I think they could be the deepest team in the east but it's going to take some time this team is still a work in progress and I think the San Antonio Spurs uh really showed that tonight well, they can't challenge Cleveland's depth probably but they're they're right there uh but the big difference of course is that they get that final rebound. LaMarcus Aldridge, he ends up alone boxing out Avery Bradley. He gets that rebound pretty easily. Brad Stevens talked about size rebounds kind of killing them in the end, and that's always been an issue for them. And it, it was kind of that last dagger for them tonight. Yeah, I was a little disappointed by what Amir Johnson brought to the table today. I know we're not expecting a whole lot from Amir Johnson, but when you're playing against a team like the San Antonio Spurs that had those bigs that can come up with big rebounds, you would like to see him grab seven, eight rebounds in this one. I thought he was getting kind of pushed around on the defensive end. He looked lost in some 
in some plays. So I think that had a big role in it. Kelly Olenek had a decent game, especially on offense, because he wasn't just relying on a three-pointer. He actually made a stop today, which was which is a, a sign that maybe he could start showing more of a defensive presence for the Celtics team in terms of uh, playing in the front court. But I mean, they were just really outmatched down low, and it also led to open uh, backdoor cuts. Celtics gave up a lot of layups throughout that second half. The Spurs were in their flow, and the Celtics just couldn't get back into their offense that we saw in the first half. All right, well, we'll be back. Uh, before we go, though, Blue Apron is the sponsor of this show, and they are going to take care of you with a great home-cooked meal. Go to blueapron.com slash garden report. You will get three free meals and free shipping. I just made some Vietnamese meatballs uh, last night, Ooh. and it was it was or sorry, two nights ago. It, they were delicious. Oh, so I know all about that's that. That's the good stuff right there. Blueapron.com slash garden report. This is the garden report after the Celtics fall to the San Antonio Spurs 109 to 103. You know, not all ingredients are created equal. So fresh, high quality ingredients, they make the real difference. And that's why Blue Apron is so good. Blue Apron will send you meals to your house for less than $10 per meal. They deliver seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals. So they set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers. So whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or just heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the best right to your door. You don't even have to go out to the grocery store. It's cold outside now. You don't have to go out and be cold. You can stay inside forever and just cook cook Blue Apron. Um, They have new recipes weekly. And they're not even repeated within a year. So you make one, you don't have to do it again. It makes it, it's, it's fresh every single time. It's new every single time. You, you have your own little restaurant in your kitchen. You can customize your recipe each week based on your preferences. I don't like fish that much, so I'm able to customize this so that I don't get fish options. I actually got a masala spice chicken dish. I love chicken tikka masala. This was perfect. It came with a kale uh, and lime rice side, so I kind of got a little bit of everything, got a balanced nutritional meal. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping. Just go to blueapron.com slash garden report. You will love how good it feels and how good it tastes to create this incredible home-cooked meal with Blue Apron. As someone who does not cook very well and struggles with toast bagel bites, I am actually cooking meals and I'm actually doing it pretty well. And it's it's an amazing experience and it's actually really good food. So you'll love Blue Apron. All you have to do is go to blueapron.com slash garden report. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Brad, I was just wondering what you thought of the way your team executed on defense down the stretch. Um, well, we didn't rebound. A couple of big shots. And then I thought, obviously, losing Mills in the corner was a big play. Um, you know, they're a hard team to guard, but um, you know, I thought we, we missed a couple of opportunities on both ends. Brad, on that Mills play, was that just a miscommunication in terms of who's It looked like it. I need to go back and watch it again and talk to the guys that were involved. I moved into the next. I moved on to the next play after it happened, obviously, um, because you know we had to try to score as quickly as we could. I believe San Antonio was on nine and zero on the road. Um, 
Just in terms of as a team that finishes, I mean, what kind of a standard they set for other teams like you? Well, I think home road, 20 years, whatever it's been, you know, they finish. They always, they, that's who they are. That's what they do. Um, they have excellent players, obviously an excellent um, system and style of play and um, got great play off their bench tonight. I thought the bench was the biggest difference in the game, scoring, I think, 56 points total. And and uh, when you combine that with, you know, the rebounding when you're minus nine, which, um, you know, hopefully you can manage that and be a little bit closer, even with the size difference, um, you know, uh, we have to play a little bit better to win that game against a really good team. You guys only had nine free throws. Was that a matter? Are they just a team that can play such aggressive defense without fouling, or were you guys as aggressive as you as you would have liked? Yeah, we had, I mean, you score 103, score have 32 assists on 10 turnovers. We attacked the paint all night. You know, our goal was attack the paint, and uh, I thought we attacked the paint all night. You know, sometimes that means you're going to get shots at the rim. Sometimes you're not. Sometimes it means you're going to get to the foul line. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, sometimes it means you're going to, you know make the right next play, kick it out, move the ball and attack again. So, um, you know, I thought, I thought we, I thought offensively we were pretty good. I mean, and we missed, I thought a couple of shots late that, um, you know, around the rim and behind the three that we can hit. So I feel, felt good about how we were attacking for the most part. San Antonio is one of the best teams in the league. Did you look at this game as, at all as a measuring stick and to see where your team is at and where do you think your team is at right now? Yeah, we're playing better. Can you? <laughs> I don't know exactly, you know, well, where to put them on the, you know, on the on the spectrum of where we need to ultimately be, but we're getting better. Brad, uh, down two possessions. I think it was one hundred seven, one hundred three. Did you give any thought to fouling right away, or because they're such a good free throw shooting team? I mean, a good defensive yeah. stop and play it that way. Yeah, I mean, if you get that rebound with 17 seconds, you come down and score. Let's say you hit a three in transition or you call timeout and get a three. Now it's a one-point game. Now you foul. Now you got a chance to to obviously tie it. We only had one timeout left at that time, um, so it was it made more sense to me to try to get a stop. We had a great defensive possession. We didn't get a rebound, um, you know, and, and that happens. Um, but I think the, you know, that's probably right in that area where, yeah, maybe, but I don't think it's you know I don't think it's an easy answer is foul or don't foul, especially with the way they shoot free throws. Uh, the Spurs are pretty well known for just taking players and fitting them into what they do. I mean, what about what they've done with David Lee? Yeah, he's been he's he's played really well. You know, I, I th you kind of saw that towards the end of last year when he was playing with Dallas, and then um, you know he's he's been a really good fit. And the other thing is is you know some days they go with guys. Right, you know, we've talked about that a little bit around here. Like some days, those guys have it going, and and he really rolls with them. And um, I thought Davis, or uh, excuse me, Bertans and David and and Patty Mills, um, you know, may have been the biggest difference in the game um, when you consider. Obviously, you know what you're getting from from um, Kawhi, and he played great. But uh, I thought that those guys really changed the complexion of the game when we were ahead in the first half, and then were great in the second too. Brad, um, allowing offensive rebounds, is it? I mean, it seemed like Lee just kind of lingered around the basket and was able to just pick things off. What is it about, you know, 
other teams and what they're doing offensively against you guys, or is it just luck? How, why are teams get, grabbing so many offensive rebounds? So I think it's game to game, Gary. I think we've gotten better at getting guys off the glass. I thought we had a couple of loose balls that we just didn't quite get to. I didn't think it was like an effort or focus or anything like that. I just felt like they got to the ball a little bit quicker. And, and, um, and you know, there's going to be some size rebounds too. Like the glass rebound of the game was a size rebound. Um, so, you know, ultimately there are things that we can do better. Um, and again, that's why I've said all year, it's not about us out rebounding the Spurs by 20. It's about being in the, you know, being about even. Um, and, and that gives us our best chance of winning. You know, I thought we, you know, 10 turnovers against that team with 32 assists again and, and moving the ball and doing the little things and pretty good defensively within our system, except for that, you know, a couple of plays, you know, um, we just got to manage it a little bit better to win that game. Didn't work out the way I wanted to. These, you know, these things sometimes happen. Um, obviously, I really respect the, the people, you know, the organization, the people, you know, the guys on the team. Make sure to say hello to pretty much every single guy on the team before the game, as well as the coaching staff. Said hello to Brad. Um, so there's no hard feelings on my end. It's the same way you know, on their end. But uh, you know, obviously, when the when the ball is thrown up, it's different. Um, both teams want to win, but it still felt good to come back here to, to see familiar faces. Do you draw any motivation at all from that? Can you tell me the sport play, play that team? Um, more than anything, I mean, they're, they're one of the best teams in the East, especially when they're healthy like they are now. So we knew it was a big test for us. So more than anything, just, just trying to get a win in that sense. Um, like I said, if I had like a personal problem with guys on that team, maybe I'd draw some more, but, but still keep in touch with a lot of guys and, and, and you know, like them as guys on the court. So I uh, didn't get anything personal from that. You said when you were not playing, you were here, you worked out with Brian, you were able to get in that premium shape. Is that helping? Is it helping now? Yeah, I think, you know, that was a, you make, you know, everybody makes mistakes in their career. I, I think I came in not in the best shape, and it wasn't by design. It was not a laziness. It was just, uh, you know, just didn't do, you know, didn't didn't do what I needed to do. And um, and I've been, you know, been upfront about acknowledging that it's easy to just look at coaching staff and say, "Oh, Brad should have played me more this and that." But I've been been very open in saying that I should have been in better shape. And uh, it takes takes that for me to be successful on the court. Um, so you know, I, I you know, the staff did an unbelievable job of, of helping me get in shape here. Um, and by that point, I think it was, you know, um, it wasn't coaches, coaches wish to, to play me that much. And we went our separate ways. Like I said, it's nothing but respect from, from the ownership of Danny Ainge on down. Um, and and you know, I think, you know, they have a great team here. And obviously, uh, still keep in touch with the guys. David, is there anything significant in the NBA? Is it early, early big league? Man, I'll, t I'll tell you what, you know, they, um, they got off to a great start tonight, Celtics did. And, and it's those those early starts are always an interesting thing, especially with two teams with veteran guys. And I guess we have a lot more veterans than they do as far as older guys. But it's always interesting to see how teams will come out, and they definitely came out, uh, you know, got off to the better start, just about holding on. And I think in the second quarter, uh, when our starters came back in, they made a run to end the second quarter and, and kept it you know, within a two-point game at half, which I thought was huge. Whatever the reasons might be, do you understand that how Celtic fans might be frustrated because they thought that you would do what you did tonight for the Celtics? No doubt. I mean, no doubt. I mean, and I and and I completely understand that. And like I said, I, 
love to be perfect and, and play great all the time. Uh, it wasn't the case last year to start the year, and um, it wasn't out of a, a lack of effort or uh, disrespecting Boston or anything like that. Um, you know, just worked out the way that it did. And if I go back and do it again, you know, I would have, I would have probably tried to come in better shape, and and uh, that's that. And there's nothing I can do about it now, but um, but just try to not make that same mistake in the future. As much as that wasn't a period of time that you were happy with before you can do it, it's almost a positive way to get it. You saw what happened. Now I need to do this here, and, and this, it's helping you now. It's going to help you next year. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you learn from you learn from things you don't do do well in your career um, you know with that being said you know I, I, I came in here and I was a, a good leadership guy for them uh, was was still positive with all the young guys um, it's not like I came here and protested and asked to be traded or asked to be bought I mean it's a situation that occurred and I thought my attitude was great just didn't play well the first few games of the season and then they, they shifted who they wanted to play so that's the way things work out and I take responsibility for my side of it and wish things could have gone different but um, yeah, I mean, it's always about what are you going to do today and, and moving forward, so that's what i got to keep doing. Hey, this seems like an ideal system, an ideal place for you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, you know, it's a team full of veteran guys, and we and we obviously have two, you know, um, all-NBA caliber guys in LaMarcus and, and Powell as the four and the five, and, and are great, great players and veteran guys. And so I fill in depending on, on who we're playing and what the lineups are. Um, some nights more than others. Some, you know, tonight was, was my night. I got some minutes. Other nights it'll be somebody else if we go small, but uh, we have a well-rounded team and, and we take turns, you know, uh, being being the guy that gets it done. And, and for some of your most important things, winning, and we find a way to do that usually. You're used to playing a lot. Is it hard to accept some nights and might be 12 minutes instead of? No, no, it's, you know, yeah, I mean, it, everybody wants to play. You know, everybody on every team wants to play. The guys that are on the end of the Celtics bench right now want to be playing 35 minutes. It's no different no matter what team you're on. But, um, but you got to understand that winning is more important, and and that coach, you know, we have a coach that's going to play guys that's going to help us win games. So you have to you have to understand that and keep working hard to, to try to be one of those guys. You said you stayed in touch with the Celtics. Anybody in particular you got to reach out to this week? Or oh yeah, I mean I, I talked to a couple guys around the holidays, you know, Jonas and and, and speak to Jay on and off and Amir and all those guys. I mean, I, like I said, it's just a text message here, there. Um, that's that's a lot for NBA players during the season, but uh, but all of them really good guys and, and guys that I got along with well. Sorry to see RJ Hunter go. He was a guy that I kept in touch with a lot. We had the same agent. So, um, but most importantly, um, you know, you guys, your organization's in a great spot. And a great group of guys and, and obviously well coached. And, and um, you know, I think that, that they're one of the best teams we played this year and should do great things. Do you almost feel like you have to be perfect in many ways coming down the stretch in a tight game against a team like that? Yeah. I mean, close to it. You just got to run your stuff. Don't turn the ball over. Get shots. And box them out. I mean, we, we didn't. We, we missed on a, a few opportunities there. Any positives to take? Just how well that starting unit and how guys have to There was no positives. I mean, maybe if I look at film, but there, there's probably a couple. Other than yourself, you guys haven't been a huge getting to the line team this year. For a while, you had like 35% of the team's attempts. But in a game like this, when you guys are having such a hard time getting to the line, is there anything you guys can do to try to force that issue? No. I mean, last few games, I mean, especially myself, haven't gotten to the line. And like I've said, I don't change my game, so I think those guys are still fouling. But 
refs try to call the best game they can, and we just got to continue to put our head down and be aggressive and go in there looking for a foul. And, um, that's what we got to do. Hopefully it changes for everybody else. Because um, I know if we do get to the free throw line, we're, we're good enough shooters to knock them down. Do you feel like David Lee coming in here, facing another team, had a little jump in his step today? I mean, I don't know why he only played a couple games, but um, he definitely played a, a hell of a game. I mean, he has some key plays, and he he's a veteran that knows how to play. So I mean, he's good in their system. And, um, he was talking a little bit too. So that, but that's D Lee, and, and he's a he's a he's a hell of a basketball player. You guys wish you could have gotten a little more of that last year. I'm not gonna get into that. Wait, there's such a there's such a they're such a solid team. I mean, once you fall behind, those guys are hard to catch. Yeah, up. I mean, they're not going to make too many mistakes, and, and that's what why they're so good. Especially um, in the crunch time in the fourth quarter, they're going to run their stuff, and they're going to defend. And they're, they're they're like I said, they're not going to make too many mistakes, and they capitalize on all our mistakes. That's the reason why we lost. We stayed in the game, but we eliminate half the mistakes that we made. We probably would have came out with a win. Yeah, we let it get away from us. It's tough. We gotta learn from it. Uh, watch film on it. Get better. Um, they're, they're a hell of a team, which we knew, and we knew we, could, we had to uh, limit our errors, and they capitalized on it when we made mistakes. So, we gotta, we gotta learn from it and move forward. What kind of lessons do you learn from a, a game like this against a veteran team? Well, you have to be um, hitting on all cylinders. That's from every guy who steps on the court, all play calls. Everything, how scout report, everything has to be crisp because those guys make you pay. Um, and when you have one lapse and one slip up, uh, like we did late in the game, um, make you pay. So uh, it teaches us to be just uh, more sound on both ends of the court and to um, take it all in. I know the feeling. Yeah, I just give a team that finishes off the game. Yeah, we're just talking to IT about how Pop, he knows what to get, he knows what he wants to get, and then those guys run it to a tee. Uh, and they, they run. They have a lot of different play calls in the fourth uh, that they like to go to, and we knew them. But um, they just tried to pick us apart and just made shots and stepped into it. And that's one of the best things I ever saw in the fourth quarter. On some of those offensive rebounds that, that you guys have given up all year, but even today, um, what can you guys do on those? And especially in a situation where, like, you have the one big on the floor, whether it's Amir or Allen, he's running out trying to get somebody a yeah, three point. Yeah, we have to. That, that person who's on the big just has to take himself out of the play trying to get the rebound and just focus on not letting that guy, that big, uh, get the rebound. And once we figure that out and just hit them first and box out and not worry about hitting and trying to get the rebound, we'll be better. But we, it's a lot of film that goes into watching that, and we have to get better gradually. And uh, I think it's going to be – it's getting better, uh, and we have to keep working at it. Are there some positives you can take playing this well against Of course. Uh, we're, playing, we're playing the, the, the type of basketball we want to play. Uh, we just have a few players there late where – this is the deciding factor of the game, and we'll get better at that. Uh, but I feel like uh, we are going in the right direction. Is that the best rhythm you've been in since coming back from the? For sure. I woke up this morning, felt pretty good. I had good treatment yesterday. I knew when I woke up this morning it was going to be a good day. It looked like you, um, especially in the first half, had kind of a longer rest. Is that kind of managing the ankle? Yeah, I don't really, I don't really know. <clears throat> We're just trying to stay on this minute restriction thing. and. Brad is up and how he, how he feels the game is, but trying to keep him underneath a minute restriction. But um, as I keep getting better, I'm going to try to get rid of that, that, long, that long pause. <laughs> what are they trying to keep you at? 
around 20, 20 to 25. I think I played a little over tonight because uh, I got a little frustrated with it. <laughs> <laughs> Getting on the bike, is that to keep the ankle? Keep the blood flowing on the ankle because like the Minnesota game, I couldn't go back into the game because it just locked up on me. I was just sitting on the bench. and um, I just want to do something differently now uh, because I do feel like it's gradually getting better, but that's part of that, 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 that time when I'm off the court. is just I got to do something to keep it going, keep the blood flowing because it feels good when I'm coming off. So that's just one thing that I'm probably going to do for a little while now. Has there been any consideration to keeping you out? To Excuse get me? That back to, has there been any consideration to keeping you out to get that back to full strength, or is there no? Oh, yeah, for sure it has been. It's come across in my mind. We've talked about it with the training staff. And if I probably have one more game like I did in Minnesota where I can't, Minnesota where I can't, couldn't go back into the game, I think it will cause me to sit, sit a few. Uh, but if I keep gradually progressing like I am right now in the past few games, I'll be fine. Jay, how do you gauge it with when it comes to men's restrictions? You said it wasn't working. Like, do you go to Brad and say, hey, I know I'm at yeah. whatever 25? It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I ain't coming out. Just come on. Let's rock. Let's play. Is he accepted that? Or, like, how, how do you know how? Ed don't like it. The head trainer don't like it. But I'm a player, man. It's tough to just pull somebody out the game when they feel like they can help the team. But I do be trying to, I try to be a professionalist to my body as much as possible. So. Past few games, I've been okay with it. Just this game, I wanted to win so bad, and I felt like we got it going, but we came up short. Yeah. <laughs>